Rob, Anybody, and Dawn setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. We got uh, emails here, uh, rad at radradio.com. So we had this indignant jerk right here. Uh, why does Don's husband, why is he saying work for the zoo? He does, where does he work? Obviously, oh, if man. Gary doesn't work at the zoo, there's a reason why we don't say where he works. It's just take a moment of common sense. Uh, Eric says it is really pretty obvious that Gary doesn't work at the zoo at this point. You people have even said as much. And since you can't say what he does, it's obvious that him being Italian and Don's ties to Las Vegas, he is part of the mob. <laughs> There you go. You got us. Uh, now, we did get this from Alicia. I recognize her last name. And she writes, OMG, I literally had no idea that Gary didn't work for the zoos. I've been listening for decades. That's great. I love that. It can be pretty convincing sometimes. Um, now, Tracy, oh, Tracy's, man, Tracy's in on it. Uh, but she wrote this this email. My whole life is a lie. After so many years of listening to Rat, I literally thought Gary worked at a zoo. I need to go rethink my zoology degree now. Wink, wink. All right, very good. Um, uh, but th- oh, I want to get to. We have a, 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 some people wrote in uh, with more scam news, scams that they almost uh, fell prey to. Um, and then we got the we got this bitch that because she believes something, oh, it must man. be true. And and yet. If, again, if you just talk it through, it makes zero sense. Uh, but first, I want to read this uh, great email we have from uh, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. says, I wanted to send a massive shout-out to Justin and Ed over at the Diamond Vault in Reno. Ooh. A couple years ago, I bought my wife's wedding ring at what I thought was a reliable jewelry store here in Reno. Mm. And in those two years, I've had to take the ring back multiple times due to diamonds falling out. Ah. And the center stone chipped. <gasps> oh, and a missing piece off the tip. Ooh, oh, that's, that hurts. Ooh, just the tip? Yeah, piece Ow. off the tip. Mm. Uh, uh, My wife loves her ring, but was also tired of it being in the shop every other month. So we're getting lunch at a restaurant located right next to Diamond Vault in Reno, and I told her that I hear Rad talk about these guys all the time. We walk in, we're greeted by Justin, very nice, helpful, very knowledgeable about the jewelry. Long story short, my wife's bougie ass picked out a beautiful ring, and within an hour, (laughs) we were approved, signed, and walked out the door with a beautiful $8,000 ring. Before leaving, I had the pleasure of meeting Ed and told him how I heard of the Diamond Vault, and the only things he could express was how great of a man you are, Rob, and how absolutely beautiful your wife, Christina, is. I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for everything you guys do and for all the wisdom you share. I've been a listener for as long as I can remember listening with my dad as a kid, and now my kids also get to enjoy your BS also. Thank you, everyone at the (laughs) Diamond Vaults uh, in Reno. Absolutely. I mean, little idea there, hubby. I mean, she still has the other ring, right? You take it back to the diamond vault and have them make something out of it. They can do that. They can, they'll also they can they will do a, a consignment as well. Uh, they're, they're amazing oh. guys. And and uh, but what's really cool is they 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 Ed has come back to Sacramento. He was in the Sacramento area a long time ago. And the uh, the diamond uh, the diamond gold vault is what is what is what it was originally called. And he stuck with that name because it has some history in Sacramento. Oh. But it's back in Sacramento. It's downtown. Uh, for now, it's appointment only, but Valentine's Day is is coming up, obviously, uh, and they're just they're just getting their their feet settled here. And uh, I was just talking to Ed the other day, and it's, it's the same deal it, it, because Sacramento. You've heard us talk about the Diamond Vault in Reno for decades, and they're De- still in Reno. De- yeah, still two locations in Reno: yeah. Reno, Carson City, and now they're they're in Sacramento downtown. Uh, they are they're online. It's DiamondGoldVault.com. You can go to that website. You can see some things about them, and you can you can make your appointment by going to the website. Uh, it's everything is is the same. They can do anything. They can get anything. They're a diamond broker. That is that is very rare. That means if you come in and you're like, I don't want this, or here's a picture, or here's what I want, they will get it for you. They are there. Look, I and uh, no joke. I don't know if you've heard the commercial that we're running. Everything my wife wears, I've gotten from the diamond, and I <laughs> I pay for it. Yeah. And 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 Ed nails it. 
I, I think I, for a while there, I was wondering about what was going on with Ed and Christina, Christina, because they were really <laughs> texting back and forth quite a bit. But he wants to get it exactly right. So you know whether whether it's bridal rings, engagement rings, loose diamonds. He got I got a gorgeous bracelet from him for for uh, Christina. He can do it all. So it's diamondgoldvault.com. But when I was talking to him yesterday, he said, "If you have an opportunity, will you please give out my phone number?" And I said, "This phone number?" Whoa. And he said, "Yeah." He said, "Ed, this is your this is your your Rob line. This is your whoa. This is your connection. This is my." He goes, "Rob, listen. People need to be able to get a hold of me <gasps> because I, I I people need to know that they can make an appointment. I will make time. I will get. I will be there. My staff will be there. Jeez. Valentine's Day is coming up." So I know we're just starting off in Sacramento, but so so here you go. 916-839-4401. That's Ed at the Diamond Gold Vault in Sacramento's private line to make an appointment or talk to him about jewelry. 916-839-4401. We don't usually do phone numbers on the radio because they're hard to remember. Yeah. And because you're dry, and, and websites are just the thing. They're they're it's so it's so much easier. And and I listen, I know, and I told Ed this. I know a lot of people hate making phone calls, especially people under 40. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I, don't, I don't mean that in a demeaning way. I mean it as if I had lived with, the, with all this technology, I, I would probably hate it even more than I do. I hate making phone calls because I talk to people all day. Right. But I understand that for, for some people, making a phone call, it requires you kind of got to build up. You get a little anxious. You got to maybe find time. You want to be in a quiet place, things like that. So I told him all that. Um, he, I, he, 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 he gets texts. But, I mean, again, just – and that is the phone number he's got on the damn website, too. He just changed it. It's a, it, So if it, diamondgoldvault.com. So that's the other good thing. That's incredible. If, if you're like, come on, Rob, say the number again, you can always get it right there on the homepage when you go down about getting an appointment. But uh, Ed at the Diamond Gold Vault, 916-839-4401. And he really is. He's a great guy. I, I, next time he's in town on a non-school night, uh, Christine and I are going to go out to dinner with him and, and just uh, get caught up. Going back to your life. And he's going to pay. <laughs> In case you didn't know. <laughs> going back to when you're like, if you're under 40 and you don't want to make the phone calls, I have found this like happy medium, which is so amazing. And I think I, I, so far I've only noticed you could do this if you each have an iPhone. If the other person, I have an iPhone, and if the other person doesn't, I can't. The voice to text. Yeah. They're all about it. So to me, it's like, Okay, right. It's not the voicemail. They don't, I don't even know if they, they don't even set up their voicemails anymore, honestly. Like anytime I call and it goes to voicemail, they don't even have it like set up. It'll say not set up. So it's like texting or voice to text. I can reach nieces, nephews, got kids all day long. And so I can still hear their voice. If we'd have that conversation, love it. And it's, it's because it is that happy medium because you don't, you, first of all, you don't have to listen to it until you're ready. You, yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you see who it's from. Depending on how you have your phone set up, they won't know if you've listened to it or not. You can change those settings, sure. things like yeah. that. And, yes, you can you can just voice to text back where you're not engaging. And, and so you, you, you miss out on a lot of things that bother us, like the how do I get off this goddamn phone call? <laughs> and now the thing, the, thing, the thing that I don't do is I do not answer the phone. I've never answered the phone, even if I know who it is. Unless I, I'm waiting for a call. Uh, I, I was way ahead of the curve. I was the guy who, in the very beginning, was was texting, going, "Hey, uh, are you up for a phone call?" Before, rather than just cold call, just because 
I just I just don't like it. I just I don't I don't I'm usually doing something I don't want to be thrown off, etc. Yeah, I, I guess I'm a little different. I, I really appreciate making a phone call because I like getting to the person I need to talk to, getting oh, the situation yes. settled and talked over yes. and then just being done with it. Oh, but I'm with it. you, Rob. I can't stand when somebody calls me and it's on my time and I'm like, <laughs> no, well, not right now. <laughs> and if it's something that needs to be resolved. Sure. Yes, absolutely. That that is not something we should do however you do life do in writing that that that's where it's like hey man we got we got to talk i think we're talking past each other you got time for a phone call I, that that yes anything like that but if it's just something stupid that i don't need to know right away or you can tell me a text i ain't answering as much as i do love the communication like face to face or on the phone there does come that point where you're like how you were saying okay how do we got to wrap this up and i want to wrap it up politely and so i am so looking forward to when i think i can get away with this when i'm 70 years old and older <laughs> What my grandma Queenie did. And we all, no one got upset because she was an old woman. And we figured she understands. She's got limited time. She's done. You could be, you've on the phone with her having a lovely conversation. And next thing you know, she's hung up. Oh, because huh. she has decided, I, I, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm moving on. I got other things to do. And you would just, we all would know at some point talking to grandma Queenie, the phone's going to click. And there's never a goodbye. There's, that's just what she did. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait yeah, just, to do that. It, it clicks in her head. I'm done with this. I'm done. Click. That's it. And, and, and something else clicks in her head. What are they going to do about it? Um, all right. A exactly. uh, couple emails. During the pressure cooker, one of the questions was, what does IBM stand for? Brandon knew the answer. International business machines. They were in the news. It was a way for me to just report the story. They're the latest big corporation to have the audacity to tell uh, corporate workers, get your ass back in the office. We, we're done with this pandemic. And they, they only want them three days a week. Amazon, Apple, others are doing the same thing. Um, which seems like a very reasonable compromise to me if, because you still get to work a couple days from home, but you got to go into the office because that's what work is. It sounds so parental, right, that you have to, like, tell them to get back to work. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they, people have been spoiled. And, um, and, and Brandon shouted out something like, uh, well, people love it or something like that. Yet the problem is, as I said, productivity is down. Uh, and, and, and it's very clear that people are taking advantage of being at home and getting work done. And, and, and that's why I, the, the, the get your ass in a few days a week thing, it just seems so reasonable. People are pushing back. So Tim wrote in with a perfect example of what the problem is. Says my wife works at a local pet supply store. She hates remote workers because the quote employees that are supposed to be remotely working are coming into shop. And then of course they'll take work calls or enter meetings while she's helping them, oh, right? Because they wow. can't not. Good Lord. They're yeah. doing their errands. Uh-oh, oh, it's the office I have to answer. Yeah. Because, you see, they're not really focused on work. Right, they can't yeah. wait till they're through the check line. They got to take that call no. right now because they're supposed to be at home available. Right, and, and then, so then, now just common <laughs> sense, right? Just common sense. Is a person that is thinking about dog food, dog bones, dog toys, are they as engaged on that work call? No. as they would be if they were in the office. The, the, no so we way. just start with common sense, right? Yeah. All right. Well, then we get Ashley. Hi, oh, Ashley. The whole thing falls <laughs> apart, and we clearly know the only thing she means is the last part. She obviously just hates bosses, successful people, anything like that. Because her, none of what she says makes any sense. And I always love the premise of, well, th since I think this, it's true. She simply wrote in, I don't believe for a second that people are substantially less productive working from home. I think that bosses have spent a lot of money on offices. People have lots of real estate investments, and they don't want to lose their money. And it's an excuse to have more control and get more money. Okay. So, 
the get more control thing that she just hates bosses. She she thinks bosses are bad. Whatever. And by the way, I I know there's no hope for Ashley. I, I understand that. But for other people who maybe are going, you know, I was I was kind of wondering that. Let's talk a few of these things through. Uh, first of all, the premise is that uh, a lot of money, uh, spending a lot of money on offices, uh, people have lots of real estate investments. So in that scenario, I own the building. If I own a building and I've got an opportunity to no longer need to use it because my workers are doing fine from home, I own the building. I can do one of two things. I could sell it and make a huge profit and then reinvest it, or I could rent it out and make a huge amount of money every month to some schlub whose employees are coming to work. So I'm not sure this shows how little Ashley knows about how what being a boss is, how making money works, anything like that, and she's just mad that she never has. The best part is that she doesn't believe for a second that people are substantially less productive working from home. Now, we just gave you an anecdotal example. People are out doing their errands, etc. There have been endless studies and surveys done on this. They all come up with the same number. It's about 20% less productivity. Now, you can do that in a variety of ways. You can compare year-to-year results. There's other metrics that they use. They talk to they talk to bosses, but the, the, best, the best survey, and they've done, the, uh, we've got tens of thousands of people who work from home, who have participated in surveys. And I don't mean some guy with a clipboard at a mall. I mean like they are required by their job to talk to HR, things like that. The workers admit they work less. Workers from home are admitting in anonymous settings, yeah, I, I know I don't. I, I, I think I maybe work five hours a day. And, and the argument of, well, in those five hours, I get eight hours of work done is offset by. So I'm, I, I, lo- I love, I absolutely love people like Ashley because they're the ones that remind me how easy it is to crush society when you need to. Because it, when you walk around and you have decided that all bosses just want control, they just want to get more money. And by the, by the way, I didn't hit on the control thing, did I? Um, if I own a goddamn company, oh, which I do, and everything about it is my livelihood, if I feel like more control or hands-on control or looking at you is what I need, then that's what I'm going to do and don't work for me if you don't like it. If, 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 forced to. If I'm, too, if I'm too hovering, if I'm too micromanaging, bye-bye. Plenty of workers out there. So there's nothing about Ashley's email that in any way makes any sense. Well, we're not a government that's set up where you're told – Here's where here's what your career will be, and here's where mm-hmm. you will work. Work wherever you want. That's right. So of course, there's a place in the conversation for bad bosses, and they want terrible, evil power, and they're mean and they're terrible. There's plenty of those out there, but there's also the other side that I want to remind her of. A lot. I don't know how many actually, but there are big. I guess what you would call ugly corporations. That yes. They've invested a lot of money in making their buildings campuses to where the people that work for them have doctors available to them at work. Good doctors, dentists, yoga, acupuncture, uh, lovely kitchens that are like a restaurant. So, yes, they get more work out of their employees because they can have a doctor's appointment and be back. Right. There's not the drive time. But then their employee also doesn't have to go, I'm never going to make that appointment because I can't get off of work. So they can still get their things done that they need to get done right within the workplace. So it's a it's it's good for both the business and them. So, yes, I could see them after spending all that money on all of this stuff for the building. They want you there to, like, still have some use. And by the way, 
Those are people, look it up, Google it. You'll find plenty of places that have done this, that have taken people from the medical industry to come and work for them. Those people need that job. That's that's where they go to work. Okay, all true. I mean, like, but make take her premise. Ah. Take her premise. If all of those workers working from home were being productive, imagine what that corporation could do with that campus sure. by bringing in another company. My God, yes. we've got it all set up. Yeah, her, yeah, yeah. Everything about her premise, including your angle, it makes zero sense if you take a moment to think it through and not get, let your white, hot, naive, jealous rage over your experience with bad bosses blind you to reality. I'm going to put myself in Ashley's shoes real quick, and I'm going to make up an accurate story. All right. And I'm guessing... <laughs> Ashley um, was working from home for quite a while. Like COVID hit, she got the opportunity. She probably got a laptop or computer set up in her house and she's gotten really comfortable. She gets mm. to take care of her animals. She gets to take three hour lunches. Mm. She gets to sit on the phone, but use the phone that's for work related purposes, but call her friends and family. And now the bosses are going, hey, Ashley, we need you to come into the office. And she's just so upset with it. And mm. now she's hearing it on the radio and it's probably just driving her absolutely insane. It works. That works. That's not as that's not as out there and wild as most of your made up stories are. <laughs> no, no. I'd say it was a made up accurate story. Um, all right. We got an email here from Amanda. Um, uh, we were talking about this scam where this guy got a call or the, actually a woman got a call from. Uh, she, uh, she missed jury duty, and uh, she's got a fine to pay of two thousand dollars, or they're going to arrest her. And the the, the dad, the dad, the, the husband's like, "That's a scam." But they talked to him, and they knew they knew things, they knew addresses, social security numbers, they about house sales, all this information. And, and the phone number they were calling from was the local police department. He ultimately transfers the two grand, and of course, the minute transfer goes through, the line goes dead. He files a report. They never find him, of course. Uh, and, and so we try to bring up these these scams. Um, to, to educate people because a lot of people are naive or they just don't understand. Or it's kind of like I use the analogy of the playing the pressure cooker on this show. When, it, when it, we get all those emails, I, was, I knew all six questions you asked, and then they get through one day to play, and they write back and go, my God, it's so much different when you're in the heat of the moment. And when you're in the heat of the moment and you've got voices on the line and things, some people lose, some people who even know better kind of lose the ability to process what's going on. So the story right away, you got this yes. one. Amanda says, I had the exact same scam almost happened to me. I received a call. They threatened that if I hung up before driving to Winnemucca, which is three hours away from where I live, that I would be in danger of being arrested. It was so scary. I was on the phone for over an hour. I drove to my husband's work to have him hear the story. They were feeding me about having a warrant. My husband, who's actually familiar with the system from his younger years, asked them who they were, then told them they were full of crap and hung up on him. I totally panicked and started crying. He was laughing but still trying to comfort me. <laughs> he said they would never call you to tell you you have a warrant. I was so scared and worried. There were two guys on the phone, and they made it so I couldn't even think straight. I thought it could have been a scam, but the fear of being in legal trouble for something I didn't know about was absolutely terrifying. That's what they're going after. And back to Kyle's point, when he when I misunderstood him, uh, because I, I, I have this, I always think somebody's commenting on the very last thing that I said. And so I had said that the guy in the story had filed a police report and they never caught him. And Kyle says, ah, cops got a better thing to do. And I'm like, a better thing to do than looking at a $2,000 scam. And I go on this rant and then Kyle goes, no, I actually, I was, I was talking about uh, the, the warrant and the, and, and to this email, Kyle's absolutely right. It, it, they ain't coming to your door for a warrant on jury duty. No. They're coming to your door for a warrant on a, a, an outstanding warrant on a, a high level criminal offense. I've done a few warrant raids in, in ride-alongs, but they're for wanted people. They're not for those that miss jury duty or don't pay tickets. You got to have a bench warrant. And those people I think you know. <laughs> you remember, remember the uh, the they're guy, uh, uh, well, uh, I can remember. You know who David Crow is? 
Oh, oh, the, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, Taylor Swift. The Taylor Swift stalker that, that yeah. we talked about last week. First time he was arrested when he was trying to get into an apartment building was on an outstanding warrant from 2017 because it was a warrant. He hadn't shown up for some low-level crime. That's seven years ago. You're only ever going to get taken in if they find you. They're yeah. not looking for you or anything like that. So, and and certainly your jury duty and all that to that email. I I I I, just, I always get so pumped up during these conversations because this has been my life for years. We have an older person in our home, and I mean, and we have come a long way. There, there are certain generations that just don't comprehend that people are going to lie to you about what they do and who they are and why would they do that. Or if they have a number, if they have a website, if they have this or that, it has to be real or legit. If they see it on the internet, it wouldn't be there if it wasn't legit or real. Like, these are the times they come from. So um, my father-in-law, he's now, thank God, I mean, honestly, we've come a long way. But there was a time any phone call that would happen. I mean, I literally would, like, set up shop right next to his bedroom because I had to, like, I wouldn't have TV on, nothing on. I needed to hear who is he engaging with. And you were talking about how when they get indignant on the other line, one of my favorite (laughs) calls. Once you call them out, they usually do. They start cursing uh, at you. My favorite calls to this day. I hear it's a call. This is a couple years ago. It's not a call he should be taking or engaging in. And I walk in. I'm like, Pops, who is it? Oh, Social Security. And I'm like, no. No, first of all, my father-in-law never gave to Social Security because there was this time in which you could choose to give to Social Security or just invest that money yourself, and that's what he decided. So he doesn't get Social Security checks. And I'm like, give me the phone. And I'm like, do not call. I don't remember what I said. I was just so mad. I'm like, he doesn't even get Social Security. And she starts cussing at me. I'm so tired of people thinking we're a scam, and she's cussing and cussing. I'm just <laughs> laughing going, yes, this is yep. how a professional at Social yep. Security, you're, you're truly convincing me now. Oh, whoa, wait a minute. Here, let me give you his yeah. personal information. Now that you've cursed at me and yes. insulted me. <laughs> um, Andrea wrote in about Ashley, who just doesn't believe that people are less productive working from home, despite them admitting it. Uh, says, uh, Ashley lives under a rock. Ashley doesn't believe there's less productivity working from home. There's been social media hacks on social media since the pandemic started on how to convince your boss you're working. People went to the extreme, having an oscillating fan attached to a string, moving the mouse on the computer to show there's activity on the computer. Yep. When I worked from home, there was an alert on my computer if it was inactive for longer than 60 seconds. I know, in fact, I was definitely less productive when I worked from home. So I carry my ass to work, and so should <laughs> Ashley. Let's play Treble Trouble right now for a pair of women before you can buy them tickets to see Social Distortion at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. The show's Memorial Day weekend, Sunday, May 26th. Tickets go on sale this Friday, but we've got yours right now. Treble Trouble gets you a three-second song clip. You give us the title of the song, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the song title... We have a warrant for your arrest. Droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a win. 888-989-9811 for Treble. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.